This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. I hardly ever assign the same book to multiple cohorts. I make an exception for... Michael Polanyi's personal knowledge, I call it my hazing ritual. Every cohort that I teach, every doctoral cohort, whether it's demon or uh, THD or PhD, has to read that book. But there's another exception I'm making just once. I'm only going to make it this year, 2019, and that is a book by Yuval Noah Harari called 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. This is a, I've had previous cohorts read others in his uh, series, and it's really a, a trilogy. I've never seen him express it like this, but his his books, um, all of them gotten all sorts of awards, Sapiens, Homo Deus, and now um, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, which is the book I'm talking about here. But Sapiens is about the past, uh, Homo Deus is about the future, and this one, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, is about the present. It's a it's a book where which is terribly mistitled actually it's 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 not 21 lessons it's really 21 worries because he he doesn't solve any problems he doesn't give us any uh, any solutions he just tells you this is what you really ought to be worried about this is what you really ought to be paying attention to and you're worrying about the wrong thing so he he has these 21 worries that uh, he thinks we ought to take seriously his solution, if there is a solution that he offers, comes out of that mindset of, of worry because his solution is basically mindfulness or, uh, as he would put it, meditate. I, 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 I'm going to transition that a little bit and uh, transliterate that, but I, this is an um, Israeli historian who has... In, he's very young, but he's had a huge impact already, and uh, deservedly so. Uh, rock and roll singer and playwright David Burns' The Secret Life of Humans, which is a drama. Uh, it just came out uh, 2018. It's a play that's like basically a conversation between two cultural theorists, one of which is this Israeli historian uh, Harari. And the other one is uh, a person I read in graduate school myself, Jacob Bronowski. And Harari's thesis is that humans are basically um, a bunch of sheep that got nuclear weapons and that we, uh, if you read Sapiens, we murdered all other uh, humans other than our variety, the Homo sapien variety. And so that's how we won. We conquered the world through three successive revolutions, he argues, the cognitive, the agricultural, and the scientific. And he has a lot of hope. If we will only meditate and be mindful and take seriously and get the right worries, that, that we can do it. I am, I am not as hopeful of, as he is based on his, his, quote, lessons, because I'm not sure that just meditation is enough. And uh, for me, there's something that is uh, more powerful than meditation. And I'm not one of those people that, you know, is against meditation. But for me, it's called prayer. I think prayer is the most powerful force in the universe. And I think what prayer does, it aligns us. And, and this is where Harari is right. It helps us to pay attention to what God's paying attention to. And, 
and it helps us to align our minds and spirits with with Christ's mind and Christ's spirit. And, and that alignment is an attunement, which brings with it an atonement, an atonement that has already been done but needs to be done in some ways um, daily, a daily cleansing, a daily re-cleansing, um, a daily dying to self and rising to, to, to life. And I think that is my hope um, based on the, the scenarios that he prepares, uh, these 21 lessons or 21 worries. And, um, and you see where the, we constantly and consistently don't get it right from our past. Um, American presidents have typically responded feebly or worse to genocide on their watch. We, I'm, I'm thinking about this because in the background, as we are taping this podcast, there is the funeral for, for President George H.W. Bush. And I'm thinking about how wrong our presidents have gotten it when faced with the enormity of evil in their day. Roosevelt came to it and faced it and outfaced it the enormity of the Nazi evil and the, the genocide that took place um, from them. But there was a genocide that Stalin did. Jimmy Carter sat idly by while a Cambodian dictator, Pol Pot, and his Cameroon slaughtered over a fifth of his country's population. Um, we had the horrors of Rwanda. How many people? 800,000 murdered almost overnight. And President Bill Clinton did nothing. And and then the genocide in Darfur, uh, the crimes in Syria that Presidents George W. and Barack Obama just let pass. And, and if you look at just the amount of evil that we just let pass, and as we fixate on one person who may have been killed and forget the hundreds of thousands that are being killed daily by acts of genocide and other forms of, of torture. I am not as optimistic as Harari that mindfulness and meditation are going to do it. I think it's going to take prayer. And I believe, as a follower of Jesus, in the power of prayer. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.